Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space. I'm ready to give you guys a little bit of food for thought. As per usual, I am joined by my furry co-host, Slade, my German Shepherd. So if you hear some snoring in the background, apparently he's had a very rough day already. So when you hear him huffing, he's just... Uh, uh, letting everybody know how hard he worked at, at laying around today and uh, you know perhaps barking at one of the leaves or something that went by. But nonetheless, this week it is Thanksgiving. All right? So as you guys are listening to this, Thanksgiving is less than 24 hours away. Uh, as I'm recording it, it's a little bit further than that. But nonetheless, this is always one of my favorite holidays of the year. I generally just love this time of year, um, the holidays in general. Because I'm a very, very big family person. Like, for me, my family is everything. It's why, like, I even refer to my school as, like, my extended family. You know, I'll, I'll talk about our Tiger Shulman's family. And I think a lot of my students look at it in a very similar light. And they think about themselves as being a member of the family. And I think that mindset is so huge. I think it's so important. I think it's the kind of thing that makes us much better. Uh, I think it brings us much closer. But I digress. Right? As, as we're moving into this time of year, it's time where you generally spend quite a bit of time with your family. And I just, I mean, I, I love that aspect of it. I love being able to bring everyone together. I love being able to have that time together. I guess you could say, as in, no pun intended, I'm thankful for it. And that kind of brings me to the theme of today's episode, what I wanted to think about today, which is being thankful for the things that we have. You know, I'll take a, a bit of, of a um, tangent here, but I promise you I'll bring it back. So I've talked a great many times about Sensei Joe Curran. Um, and, I, you know, he's a person who, despite very, very, very many medical um, hiccups in his life is still just super positive whenever I talk to him he's just as positive and upbeat as can be you know he's one of those guys you know I hope we all have a friend like this where you have that person who just out of nowhere will call you just be like I haven't talked to you in three weeks what's up how are you like and that's just the kind of person he is you know he might call me with a question but his that question be like, I wanted to find out how you were doing anyway, but I also had to ask you this. So we'll be able to solve both, both things at the same time. And the thing, one of the things I love about Sensei Joe Curran is that he's got some real legitimate reasons 
to not be super positive. He's got some real things to complain about. You know, just to give you guys a brief background in case this is a new story to you. Uh, in his 30s, uh, he was hospitalized, diagnosed with a very rare heart condition. Uh, it's so rare that the fact that he has it and his twin brother does not have it takes everything they thought they knew about this and kind of turned it on his head. Essentially, he had the heart of like an 80-year-old man despite being a, a very in-shape 37-odd-year-old man. Uh, they wanted to put him on a whole bunch of medication and basically said, uh, listen, we want to get you on the operating table with a new heart as soon as possible. Take all this medication and don't work out, you'll die. And he is stubborn and knows his body really, really well. And he worked out much harder than he had before. And magically, he winds up... In, in, all the symptoms seem to, to slide back in the positive direction. And he's able to put hold this thing at bay for 10 years. Now, don't get me wrong. He, he had some struggles here and there, some other hospitalizations. But like I said, they were hoping to put him on the operating table in a week or two. And he was able to hold it back for 10 years. And he did have a heart transplant uh, on St. Patrick's Day. I always think about him that way because it's right around my sensei's birthday. But nonetheless, Sensei Joe Kern was a very good friend of my sensei's, which is why that, that little three-day period from the Ides of March, my sensei's birthday, uh, to St. Patrick's Day is always a special time of year for me. But nonetheless, uh, he gets his heart transplant, walks out of the hospital finally under his own power, and he, he, he's, uh, as most people would, feeling like a little sorry for himself because, I mean, you're in your 40s. You had a heart transplant. You're, you're, you've had some serious medical complications. And he steps out and he's looking at the, at the Hudson River right there and he sees a quadriplegic. And he goes, man, what do I have to complain about? That's the first thought out of his mouth. What do I have to complain about? And he's just upbeat and positive. He is the man that will help you find the, the cool side of the pillow in everything that happens. And he is as positive as can be. He's thankful for everything. For everything. Right? He's thankful for everything. And that's the thing. He gave me a, a, an even greater appreciation for how thankful we should be for our health, for our well-being. You know, he'll be the first one to tell you, like, you're able-bodied. You have two arms, two legs. You're not stuck in a wheelchair. Get out and use it. Like, be thankful for that. That's the thing. Like... If we're thinking about being thankful this week, I think the very first thing to be thankful of, for I should say, is that we're alive and well. Even if you're, you know, you're a little sick or maybe you got a little injury here and there, there are so many who have a much lower physical capacity than us. And to simply be able to have a functioning body, that in and of itself is something to be thankful for. And... You know, as I'm thinking this week about the things that I'm thankful for and about the things that I, I appreciate in my world, and sometimes, you know, the things that me as a human being, that I lose sight of the fact that I should appreciate them, that I get a little frustrated with. It's, this is like a good time of year to reflect on the fact that the things that frustrate you in life, the things that might cause you some frustration, others would be so happy to have those things. And for all the frustration that those things bring you, the happiness they bring you is equal. It may even outweigh it. All right.
In fact, I think it'll probably outweigh it. Sitting next to me is a great example. All right. This past weekend, Mrs. Sensei and I took our pups on a whole bunch of car rides and adventures. And man, these two were knuckleheads in the car. Slade especially loves to bark at every truck that drives by us, passes us. And he was going nuts the entire ride that we were taking. And I was not his biggest fan by the time that that was over. And then he gets home that night and after running around like a crazy person, you know, he comes by at the end of the night and he settles down and he lays down between Mrs. Sensei and I and he puts his head on my lap and just looks up at me with his big brown eyes. And I'm like, all right, I can't even be mad at you anymore. Like for all this joy and happiness that you bring me, you are certainly worth that little bit of furry frustration. And I know I'm not alone in having those type of things, those parts of our lives where, man, we get frustrated. Man, we look at, at what's going on with that person or that thing or, in my case, that animal, whatever. And as we look at that, it's easy in the moment to have great frustration. But what's very important is that we don't allow that great frustration to not allow us to appreciate all the positive that comes with it. Another great example of this would be my work. You know, obviously, I love what I do. I get to live my dream every day. And I'll be the first to admit that sometimes it's hard to understand that when <laughs> you're having one of those moments, when you're dealing with this particular frustrating thing or this frustrating parent or <laughs> this you know, pain in the neck kid or this parent that wants to talk to you and talk to you and talk to you and talk to you incessantly when you have to get back to doing the million other things or you had eight minutes before your next class and all you wanted to do was get some water and use the bathroom but somebody caught your ear and they're talking to you about something inane and you're watching the clock tick and now you've got to try to sneak off the mat during your class to go use the bathroom <laughs> and your mouth is still all dry in those moments it could be difficult to appreciate the fact that there are people who work 30 years at a job that they hate, that every day they wake up and it's drudgery. I don't know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I don't have one of those jobs. Like my uncles tell me all the time, you know, they work for a company that was a, a health insurance company and it started out as one big name company and then it was this merger and that merger and so, and the, Wound up in the same building, but working for like eight different companies. And they tell me all the time that they, you know, they basically live the movie Office Space. They go to work and they sit in these ridiculous meetings about nothing. And it drives them crazy. They hate it. But they do it because it pays the bills. But what is it, what is it worth for them? All it is worth is that paycheck. It's the only reason they do it. And I acknowledge the fact and I'm thankful that I get to be lucky enough to do something I love every single day. And even when a kid's not listening, even when uh, there's a pain in the neck parent that I got to deal with or whatever, when I'm driving away from work, there's still a martial arts school that I own in my rearview mirror. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and that's a, something definitely to be thankful for. And I, I think as we... As I'm branching out here into the other areas of life, it's more, it's easier for us to pick out the things that we're thankful for 
if we tune our eyes to the right lens, if we think that way Sensei Karen does, you know, like, I'm sure just like, just like me, you have family members that frustrate you. And they frustrate you. And it's funny, like, I, I read this book a long time ago uh, called The Last Lecture. And I'll talk more about that in a future episode because it was a really impactful book. But uh, there was a guy, talk, the guy was talking about his, his football coach. In, I believe it was junior high school. And the coach was really being hard on him. And one of the dads, after the practice, saw that the, the young man was like really frustrated with the, um, with the coach being so hard on him. And he looked like the young man, nobody saw it. Oh, he's kind of hard on you today, huh? And the young man was still real upset. Yeah, he was. And the kid's like, the guy, parent says to him, you know what that means, right? And the kid's like, that he hates me? <laughs> or like, you know, that he thinks I suck, whatever he said. And the parent's like, no, it means he cares. It means he cares a lot. And I, I think the people that are the hardest on us in our lives are the ones who care about us the most. And I think in, a, in an inverted fashion, the people that frustrate us the most are the ones who we love the most. I'll be the first one to admit Anybody who listens to this, who comes to my school, has met my brother probably, and they know he's a very talented martial artist, and I love that boy to death. But he is possibly the best person in the world at pushing my buttons. When it comes to frustrating me and making me crazy, there, there isn't a person better in this universe than him, and he knows it too. But that doesn't mean that I'm not thankful for him. And that's the thing. Like Again, the thing... I'm trying to get across to you guys today is the thought of stepping back after we get frustrated and being thankful. Because I know plenty of people who have lost siblings. You know, I know plenty of people who were only children and would have done anything uh, to have a good relation, to have a sibling that they could have a relationship with. I know people who have terrible relationships with their siblings. They don't speak and this kind of stuff. And it drives me crazy. I, I, like my heart breaks for those people. So even on those days when my brother or my sister are driving me insane, when they're doing something that's frustrating me to no end, I realize that I should be thankful for that frustration. Now, I'm a human just like any other. I might not realize it in that moment. That day, that moment when, we're, when they're driving me crazy, it's hard to see that I should be thankful. But that's when it's time to take that step back and realize, oh, you know, everything's going to be all right. Listen, it could be a lot worse. I could not have a brother to, to frustrate me. I could not have a sister to drive me crazy. And I'm thankful to have them. Because again, like I said, for all the frustration they give me, the love and positivity that, that, that they provide is so much greater. And I'm just trying to work through all the different areas of my life so that you guys can think about all the things that you should be thankful for as well as, as we think about it. Even, even pointing out things that might be frustrating. You know, to, to jump back to work a little bit. What I have to remember as we look at, you know, talking about frustrating people, you know, that student, that kid that frustrates me, I may be frustrated at him in that moment, in that class. It may be upsetting to me that he's not performing at his best. But... I know that if I stick with, with my method and I work with that kid and the parent does the right thing and sticks with me as they should and stays positive on their kid, 
then I know that that kid's going to wind up being one of my biggest success stories. And that's that's the thing. Like my greatest success stories were often uh, some of my greatest frustrations. You know, I've talked I talked recently about my student who's now a Marine, uh, and um, I will be the first to admit that when he was a punky teenager, he went through a phase where man, that boy was driving me crazy. Oh man, he had such an ego, and he was a uh, he was a punky teenager. And he, there were days he would drive me nuts with his attitude, with uh, his in, me telling him something and him just scoffing it off because he was the teenager that knew better. And uh, now to see him on the other side of that, I couldn't be more proud of, of what a young man that he is. But I had to go through the frustration to get to that thankfulness. Right? And it doesn't. None of that makes me any less thankful for what I do. You know, it's very rare that the person that frustrates me, that makes me upset at work, that I don't wind up being thankful for that person in, in one way or another. Because listen, let, let's say the worst case scenario happens and that person does not continue to be my student. Usually, I learn a lesson. Now, I'd always prefer to learn a lesson without losing a student, of course, but sometimes that can't be avoided. Right? Sometimes, it's just like the little kid has to touch the hot stove. Sometimes, so they learn not to touch the hot stove. Right? Now you hope not to make the same mistake again and again and again. And believe me, we all know people, and we all have been people, who make the same mistake over and over and over and over again. And then you look back after making that mistake so many times, you're like, how dumb do I have to be? How many times do I have to run into to the wall before I realize the door is a foot over that way? Yes. Not really what I'm talking about, though. Nonetheless. When we learn that lesson, be thankful for the lesson. Yeah, be upset for the loss of the person or whatever, but be thankful for the lesson. Right? You know, I'm a firm believer that it's okay to regret things when things don't go, go well or when you made a mistake on something. I think it's okay to regret it because it, with the knowledge you have now, you would not make that same choice. That's called regret. Right? But... That doesn't mean that you're not thankful for the lesson. You just wish there had been another way to learn it, I'm sure. I digress. Moving on, as, as I look into um, my home life and as I look into, um, you know, we talked about my about family a little bit. And, like, even still, like, I, I know my parents, I talked about my siblings a little bit and how they can drive me crazy. But parents can drive you crazy just as much. But by the same token, as much as my parents drive me crazy sometimes, I have to realize that not everybody my age still has both their parents. Not, all my, not everybody my age has any parents. Not, not everybody has a relationship with their parents. And I have both parents in a relationship with both of them. So even when they drive me crazy, I should be thankful for it. I should be thankful for the fact that they're still here for me to have a relationship with. And that I have a relationship with them. Uh, and that continues even now into, into my home. When I look at like my relationship with Mrs. Sensei. You know, are there things... Uh, listen, uh, are there things that frustrate me there? Of course. And some of them are things that we do as people. And some of them are our circumstances. Would I change some of the things that are circumstances that I have no control over? Absolutely, I would, control, I would change some of those things. But I can't, right? 
But that doesn't mean that though I might have frustrating circumstances with her sometimes, or that she may do something or say something or act in a way that is frustrating to me, it doesn't make me not thankful for her. Uh, and again, I kind of, I hate talking about myself on the podcast. Like I don't like to, I'll give you a story from my life if I think it relates, but I, I, I don't want, I hate to like make it all about me. Like, like I'm the one that uh, this is all about, but because I'm not, I'm just the conduit to get this information out to help everybody who listens. But I know everybody's got the same areas in their life that I do. They have their work. They have their family. They have, hopefully, their partner. They have friends. I haven't really touched on my friends yet, but that might be our our next stop. As I'm going through these lists and I'm talking about these people, I want you to think about these same people in your life and think about why. Don't just think about who you're thankful for and and that you're thankful for them. Think about why you're thankful for them. You know, like, I, I don't want to put all my business out here, all my, my family's business out here, so I'm not going to, like, I'll let those people know why I'm thankful for them. That's, that's more important. I just want you to consider why those people are, are people that you're thankful for. But why I'm thankful for my friends, right? Some of my greatest friends in this world are the people that I train martial arts with. And even if they're someone that I don't train with anymore, right? like Sensei Stout, I interviewed a few months ago, he moved, to, he moved away. He and I still get in touch, you know, once a month or so. We spent an hour and a half on the phone the other day, and I could tell that guy everything and anything. And I know there'll be no judgment, and I know when I need advice, he's not afraid to give it. And I know when I need an ear, he's not afraid to listen. And he knows the same thing is true in reverse. And if I know if there's somebody that I want to spar, that uh, you know, or I want to work with, I knew if he was back close, like we could work together, no problem. I'm thankful to have training partners that push me that may work to make me better. I'm thankful to be surrounded by people who don't have a lot of ego, who are always trying to make themselves better and are humble enough to learn. And we're able, because of that, we're able to take information back and forth from each other. And then there's my friends outside of martial arts. And yeah, there's certain, uh, again, in all these relationships, there's certain things that circumstances and such that I would change or people that I would see more if I could, 100%. But that doesn't make me any less thankful for them. Uh, Having those people, uh, knowing that you have that network, knowing that I have a big circle of friends that I could lean on if I absolutely needed to, that's priceless. That's priceless. Everything I've talked about today and everyone I've talked about today, I'm sure you've got someone representative in your life. Someone who you know you can lean on, who you know if you picked up the phone would be there, who... When you step back at 10,000 feet, even after they frustrated you, you know that you're thankful to have them as a part of your life. That being the case, as we're thinking this week, as you're sitting down for that meal on Thursday, think of those people that you're thankful for. If you haven't told them in a while, maybe tell them. And maybe even if you don't get the chance to tell them, just make a point to act as if. Make it a point to show those people through your actions just how thankful you are for them. So that's all I have for you guys. As always, please make sure that you guys uh, rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Subscribe so you get new episodes every Wednesday. Um, Please also make sure to share the podcast. The more people listening, the happier a camper I am, of course. 
Right. Other than that, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail. You can find me on Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at Sensei underscore Leonelli. Find my school at tsksmithtown.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. We're on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. And until next time, my friends, I'm thankful for you that listen, and I will see you guys on the map.